Welcome to episode 39 of the First X Minutes podcast. It's good to have you here. It's 10 minutes of football talk. New episodes are available always on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and of course, Saturdays. I'm your host, Papi the Great. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram at Papi underscore the Great. That's P A P I underscore the Great. Let's get to the gist of things. Amazing goals in England. Late, late drama in Italy, large score margins in Spain, and of course, the cup drama in Germany. It's been an amazing week of football. It will continue over the weekend. Thank God October has come to an end. We're gradually looking forward to November. I'm gradually, gradually expecting my, I'm building my expectations um, to the arrival of the red nosed reindeer. And of course, Santa himself. I've been a good guy throughout the year. Hopefully, Santa will be nice to me even though he checks his list twice or three times he will be nice to me and he will give me something beautiful speaking of something beautiful was a beauty to behold of the Carabao Cup some people know it as the EFL Cup over the week Manchester United through Arsenal like my friend Sarah Brunson still found a way to give um, Liverpool the win despite the fact that Liverpool were never interested in any more of the it was so obvious with the lineup the superstars were not even on the bench Klopp out to say you know what I'm not even interested in this cup y'all can play for all I care Arsenal still found a way to bottle it up however Liverpool through to the next stages of the um, that's the quarterfinals Chelsea, um, Manchester United through I beg your pardon the likes of Oxford United that also through but guess what Manchester City through, also through, and um, it's another easy draw for Manchester City. And, <laughs> well, as you guess, yeah, you guess right. You've probably been thinking of it too. Conspiracy theories flying here, there, and everywhere. How is it that the citizens, how is it that Pep Guardiola's side always get this easy draws when it comes to English um, competitions, the FA Cup, the EFL Cup? I mean, wasn't the last season they were playing Newport County? Um, and they played all those easy, easy games until they played well. It was quite easy for them. It had a quite easy running um, in the cup games. And of course, questions will arise. Why why didn't we get a Manchester Derby in the quarterfinals of the EFL Cup? Would that be great? Uh, why, why didn't we get Manchester City versus Liverpool in the quarterfinals of the EFL Cup? Well, one way or the other, we're most likely going to get a top table clash. All things being equal. That's if, um, barring any unforeseen circumstance or any cop drama, you know how it is in England, um, a small thing can just pop up and knock Manchester City off the perch, knock Liverpool off the perch, or knock um, Manchester United out of their perch. But then again, fingers crossed, Napoli sliding really, really down the table, got a um, glimpse of it um, earlier today. I think it's somewhere around six, and that's dramatic. Juve, Inter Milan, of course, one point separate. Is it one point now? Not sure. It's a one point. I'm not really sure. But then again, Juventus topping the table. I'll, I'll check that. I'll check that. And um, of course, I promised you in episode 38 that I'll be giving you reactions from the cup um, games that will be going down in England. There you have it. So I have to switch to two new, um, two other topics I need to just with you guys about before I um, anticipate and I'll leave you and then see you again on Saturday for the 40th episode. Yes, that's right. The 40th episode of the first X Minutes podcast. My heartfelt gratitude goes to everybody who's been sending me beautiful comments. There's a whole lot coming up in November. I'm compiling a long, long, powerful, super list 
of superstars that I'm biased with. I'm going to be featuring on this super podcast um, in the month of November. Definitely, it's going to be in November to remember, especially for listeners of the first X Minute podcast. So, um, yo, Gerard Pique, a few hours ago, via um, ES, um, BBC, came out to say that the Barcelona players were willing to stall their salaries, to delay their salaries, just so the Barcelona hierarchy could push through a move for Neymar. Well, Neymar's been in the news lately for not the most awesome stuff, football stuff. However, Gerard Pique coming out to reveal this, well, it's news, it's a bit of news. Um, then it comes, uh, of course, the questions arise. What do you think? Were they really desperate? Was it the whole Barcelona team, including the hierarchy, the players, wherever? Were they all that desperate to get Neymar in? If they were that desperate, what was missing that they were trying to fill? What hole? What 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 void was was gaping? That what gaping hole was there that they were saying? Well, we, it's Neymar or nobody. I mean, if they were really to really willing to go that far, then there must have been some space where they were saying to themselves, you know what? Nobody can fill this void except Neymar. And what does that say for the likes of Osman Dembele or Antoine Griezmann? I mean, Gerapique coming out to say that well, Barcelona must have been desperate. So, I mean, are we saying that whoever is partnering Suarez and Lionel Messi up front is just there because the Neymar deal couldn't go through? I mean, how does it make those other players feel? How does it make Griezmann? Griezmann has just been struggling to find his fit lately. Osman Dembele has not been really... He's not really been a regular feature. What does it say for this two? Oh, surprisingly, both are French superstars. So, um, it's mixed feelings. Of course, it sends a whole lot of signal about where Barcelona were before the season started. Of course, where they are now, because they're probably believing we can't do that much or go that far if we don't have Neymar Jr. in our squad. And of course, it affects the psychic to an extent of Usman Dembele and um, Antoine Griezmann to the last, but not the least topic up for discussion on this podcast. Bulgaria, the fine, um, the, the sanctions that were that were that 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 we're passed or is that the word now is that the english yes passed on bulgaria for the racist chance in the game against um euro um england in the ufa euro 2020 qualifiers it seems to not be enough everybody's saying the same thing everybody's on the same page as regards this ufa um charging um, i'm going to try to see if i can find that tweet as early as possible um it's a tweet comparing um comparing um the likes of um the different sanctions that um ufr has meted out or should i say have meted out to different squads um and different faltering um sides and um how yes so um via purely football on twitter nicholas bettner was i quote nicholas bettner was fined eighty thousand euros by uefa for wearing some paddy power branded boxes uefa has just fined bulgaria seventy-five thousand pounds for 90 minutes of racist chanting towards numerous english players or england players well end of quotes disgraceful just before you end your end your quotes and you can imagine how, should I say the word lenient, UEFA 
um, have been, how has been as regards sanctioning Bulgaria for the racist chants. The fact that the managers even came, or the, the um, Bulgarian manager before he, he, he left his role came out to talk about how um, the English team made mostly made stories up. The racist chants didn't last for that long. It was only a few sections of the stadium. I mean, remember. The, the, for this game, the stadium was even under was um, suffering. Or should I say, the Bulgarian national team was um, undergoing a punishment of a partial stadium ban, and then to have this and UEFA crowning it all up by giving them such a very lenient punishment. It sounds lenient to me. Seventy-five thousand pounds. It could be more. It should be more. It should be a. It should be a punishment that they will feel. It should be a punishment that will really get to them, and will that will that will be strong enough to deter them from making this kind of actions in the nearest future. Because trust me, seventy-five thousand pounds. Why not seven hundred and fifty thousand pounds? Yes, that's times ten. Yeah, I'm being dramatic. But then again, racist chants are even more dramatic. What if the English players didn't have balls enough? to stay on and then give them beating of their life and then walked off the pitch. What would I say of UEFA? I mean, why not 7.5 million euros? Yes, I'm being dramatic. Yes, I'm being over the top. But then again, will it stop the Bulgarian fans from doing what they what they are what they are doing now? Will it stop them from race, making racist chants, making abusive comments towards um, opposition players? I think UEFA should do more. UEFA needs to do more, not just for the sake of European football, but the sake of football at large. Because the kids are watching, young stars are watching, and they're saying to themselves, well. After all, it's probably going to be the football association that is going to incur the cost, incur all the punishment, so we can go on ahead and come again the next game and racist chant ourselves all we want. What do you think? Do you think it's the right, right punishment for Bulgaria? Do you think UEFA was just too lenient? Send me a message on Twitter. you find me on Twitter, papi underscore the great as at P-A-P-I underscore the great. It has been episode 39 of the first X minute podcast. Please send me your comments, your observations questions I'm, I'll, I'll be glad to talk football with you just hit me up on twitter at papi underscore the great of course i will be glad super super glad to talk football with you if you've listened to at least just one episode of this podcast my heartfelt gratitude goes to you thank you so much for all the love and the support the kind words of encouragement like i said earlier episode 40 to 50 will be a banger you don't want to miss any one of it um you'll find you yes you'll find the link to the um to the podcast is a pinned tweet on my twitter page at puppy underscore the grade go there check it out something big is coming a big announcement big massive announcement is coming yes the MPFL resumes this weekend, finally, but sadly, it won't be live on TV. However, we'll be following, definitely. We love the league too much to just abandon it. We'll be following closely, we'll be watching developments. Maybe by this time, the 41st episode of this podcast, we're bringing you all the lowdown from the first week of action and the Nigerian Professional Football League. But for now... Whatever you're doing, whatever you have your hands laid on, whatever you're talking about or gisting about or working towards, I really hope it's profitable for you. I really hope it works out for you. I'll catch you in episode 40. Bye for now.